0: Welcome to the crux of investing and finance everybody. My name is Jay and thank you for joining me. I just want to thank each and every one of you for listening. It means a lot to me. If you haven't already, please follow our Instagram at Investonomics Education and our Facebook page at Investonomics. So please sit back, relax, and I hope you can learn something new. Before we dive in today, I just want to say that this is a primarily video-based show, so for, to get the full experience, you should go to Investonomics' YouTube channel, like and subscribe to the channel, and you can follow the video there for a nice visual representation of what I'm going to be talking about. Welcome back everybody for another weekly lecture, and this week we're going to be covering portfolio diversification. Diversification is a commonly heard term in finance, and it's used all over the place. And nowadays, we hear it all the time on life hack videos, or as they're called, on Instagram or TikTok. Today, we're going to straighten out exactly what it means and how we're going to use it for your personal finance to better it, and make sure that we know the difference between the TikTok version and the real version. So it's an enormous concept overall, especially in regard to hedge funds and pension funds which constantly are working to master the art of diversification. And this means they're going to keep working to make it better. So when it's used properly and efficiently, diversifying can help to limit volatility or risk, as we've talked about, in a long-term portfolio without having a large effect on the return. And again, this comes back to the Markowitz from the first finance video. So the main idea is that if volatility is minimized, swings in the market will not wipe out much of the gains, which will compound over time as they're kept. This leads to an exponentially larger nest egg in a few decades. So the key is that it can be fine-tuned in order to eliminate certain market risk factors that affect performance of the long-term portfolio. And this is key, we'll see in a second here. Diversification in its simplest terms is selecting securities such as bonds, stocks, ETFs, short-term investments, and TIPS, as we'll see this later, this is very important, in order to minimize the overall risk. So there's four specific market conditions that we need to diversify for accordingly. And there's four categories here. So I'll make a nice little diagram here to make it a little bit simpler to follow. So the four that we're going to be talking about here include rising growth or an expansion in the economy rising inflation which is increase in printed money falling growth or like a falling in um, GDP and falling inflation is also known as deflation and right now we're actually in a rising inflation period with COVID-19 so the rising growth sector involves gold and commodities that are good in this type of environment stocks and ETFs as well as corporate bonds When there's falling growth, government bonds do well, and a TIPS, or inflation-linked securities, do well as well. Now, for rising inflation, like we're in right now, gold and commodities do very well, and the TIPS again. And when there's falling inflation or deflation, it's government bonds and stocks and ETFs. So TIPS are very similar to bonds. It is an acronym for Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, Normal bond yields suffer due to inflation normally, but TIPS incorporates it so that the yield of the bond is unaffected. And this is really important because we don't want to pay for the inflation. Stocks, as it's commonly known and is pointed out by quite a few number of hedge fund people, are four times more risky than index funds or bonds. This means that individual stocks should be a small proportion of your portfolio. Overall, it's a balancing act though. Too conservative of a portfolio, which means less risk, means your nest egg may not grow enough to overcome inflation over time, but too aggressive or too risky may subject you to too much volatility and wipe out your returns as well. So we need to be right somewhere in the middle between too conservative and too aggressive to have a growing portfolio. So diversification should be done over five main asset classes, and there may be a couple more as well. So these are the five that I've identified. So stocks and short-term investments, which should be the smallest proportion, ETFs, government bonds, corporate bonds, and TIPS, or Treasury Inflated Protective Securities. So the first we're going to look at is stocks here. So all I'm going to say here is that we generally want to keep small proportions of simple companies that you believe in. So if you have one or two companies you want to hold stock in, that's completely fine. The second is ETFs, and this is probably one of the key elements of a portfolio. So this is very flexible for diversification. There are ETFs for everything you can imagine, including different countries like China, Japan, or Mexico, different sectors such as gold, copper, oil, pretty much anything you can think of as well, different markets such as emerging or developed markets, and even for bonds and real estate. So it's very diverse, and it gives you a wide array of uh, ideas of what to invest in. The next one is government bonds. So these are the lowest risk of all the investment types. And this is because the only risk if, is if the country of issuance goes bankrupt. And if you do a U.S. bond, for example, there's very low chance it goes bankrupt. And so due to this low risk, we have a smaller yield as well. So as of today, for the U.S., a 10-year government bond yields 1.28% per year, and in Canada, it's 1.18%. So you can see how inflation might be a problem here, since it's usually around 2%. Overall, they're very good vehicles to reduce risk within the portfolio and keep risk as low as possible. Corporate bonds, on the other hand, is the next asset class, and they're very similar to government bonds in what they are, but they are for individual companies instead of the government. So they're essentially an IOU, which means the company owes you money, and it's to aid in funding, and they're generally higher risk than government bonds. And the last one is the TIPS, or Treasury Inflated Protective Securities. And these protect against inflation and provide the posted yield on top of the inflation value. And this is what we covered before. So this is exactly what we want because we get that yield and we don't have to pay inflation. So big names in economics and finance such as Jack Bogle, Warren Buffett, Burton Malkiel and David Swenson all utilize these diversification tactics in the ways we and utilizing different sectors, industries and countries among other things to best protect against market volatility. And this is their key to their success long-term. So following the structure in this sense will help you build a portfolio that builds wealth over time and helps you build your pension. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating on here. It means a lot to me. And make sure to write a little review, either what we can improve or what you liked. That helps us out a bunch. See you guys next time.